This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You're listening to The Church Boys Freefall Q&A. Hey, it's Billy Hollowell here with The Church Boys Podcast, and I have two guests on the line, attorney James Trainer and Cynthia Gifford, the owner of Liberty Ridge Farm. How are you doing today? Fantastic. Thanks for asking. Yeah, we're doing great. Thanks. So, you know, we've been covering your case, Cynthia, since it unfolded, since 2012. We've been covering um, what's been going on. And, you know, it's been fascinating. I know that, James, you guys have dealt with a lot of these cases um, at Alliance Defending Freedom, and we've covered a lot of these cases. You have the bakery out in Oregon. Uh, But this case is slightly different for a, a number of reasons. And, Yesterday, we did a story on TheBlaze.com explaining that a court in New York, um, the New York Supreme Court Appeals Division, had basically said that, Cynthia, you and your husband, who own the farm, because you refused to host a gay wedding back in 2012, that you do have to pay $13,000. And correct me if I'm wrong, 10000 of that is fines and 3000 is damages, correct? That's correct. And yes, the, that was paid well over a year ago, and Bill, what I think makes this case unique is um, that it involves their home and their family. Now, this is a family-run business on the farm. Part of the farm is used for this uh, growing and sale of crops, but the part that relates to uh, weddings is um, the ceremony site and the first floor of their home. And so... Um, you know, we're a little bit unique from those other cases. Uh, this literally hits very close to home. Yeah, no, and, and look, all of those other cases, too, I think are really compelling and, and interesting. And there are some really big issues here um, when it comes to you know, First Amendment freedoms and being a business owner. And then when you're talking about actually hosting a marriage on your property – um, and, and one of the venues on the property is the first floor of your home. Uh, that is very close to home. Cynthia, was this the first time, because I know there was, there was a couple who had approached you, and that's how this all started. Was that the first time you guys had ever been approached by um, a gay couple asking to host a wedding there? Uh, yes, it was the first time since the Marriage Act had been uh, initiated. Which was only 2011, so it wasn't very long before... You know what? What a year! A year before they had they had legalized in the couple uh, Jennifer, I believe it's Jennifer, they're McCarthy and Melissa Irwin. Now they're from New Jersey, right? And they came to the farm. And you guys are in you're in the middle of New York. So um, do you know why they were seeking to get married in the middle of of New York? Well, they had some ties to the Albany area uh, before moving to New Jersey. Okay. And uh, they they wound up getting married in, uh, I believe, Schoharie County, just west of here, at another farm venue. Now, uh, Cynthia, tell me what happened. So they contact you guys. Just take me through the conversation, what they asked you, how you responded, just so that we have an idea of what, of what happened exactly. Sure. In 2012, a woman called inquiring about using our farm for her wedding. It was a short phone call. It became clear to me that the event was going to be a same-sex wedding. We welcome all people to the farm and gladly respect uh, and serve all for a variety of events. But because wedding ceremonies are inherently religious, uh, sacred events, 
Robert, my husband, and I, as Christians, cannot coordinate the same-sex wedding ceremony. Um, this would violate our faith and conscience. However, we do host the same-sex wedding receptions, and I told this woman that we were not able to uh, host her ceremony, and she cut off the conversation with, that's too bad, and hung up. And then the next thing I knew, we were being sued. And after due process in 2014, we had the ultimatum of host all weddings or go ag- and, and go against our beliefs or don't host any wedding ceremony. So we chose the latter. Um, and we just, um, you know, we're, you asked how weddings or how the government is interfering with our freedom. Um, it's we can't be free to conduct our business within our beliefs. How has how has that impacted your bottom line? I mean, look, you're a business, and you have many different components to that business. But I would imagine weddings brought in a profit for you guys. So, I mean, how has that changed the money that's coming in for you guys? Significantly, um, uh, couples want to uh, these days uh, that are interested in having their celebration on the farm are looking for that whole environment of that country charm, that rustic <clears throat> feel. They really want to have uh, their wedding ceremony and reception in the same place. So uh, that that has significantly reduced the number of, of um, events that we have booked here over the past year. And, you know, one of the things when these cases happen um, and they go public, there's a lot of pushback and anger. What have you experienced in terms of critics and what you've heard from them, you know, as this case has gone on? Well, there are some um, harsh comments uh, from people that don't know who we are and don't know, don't understand the case itself, is that my story as an American farmer is, this, is the story of every American's freedom to live and work consistently with their faith. Um, and without the fear of unjust government interference or punishment, the freedom to live and work consistently with one's faith, faith is at the heart of what it means to be an American. And our government was not formed to be, to be the greatest threat, but to be the greatest protector of our freedoms. And, Billy, just let me add that um, uh, other than the negative comments that have come their way, that the Giffords have been... Uh, lifted up by people of many diverse backgrounds throughout the world. We've had contacts from uh, Britain, from Australia, and everywhere in between, and not just from Christians. Um, We've been um, supported um, in a lot of different ways by an Orthodox Jewish community down in New York City. And uh, I think people feel uh, at their very core that this affects us all. It's a liberty issue. It's um, being able to live and work in accordance with your faith without government interference or punishment. And thinking back to the framers and the way that they set things up, um, our government was formed to be freedom's greatest protector, not its biggest threat. And with that said now, Cynthia, are you guys going to back down from this? Are you go- I know that yesterday was obviously a blow to the case and, and with the court saying no, you know, you, you paid that and you needed to pay that, and, and it is what it is, or are you going to fight on? Well, Billy, let me say that the Giffords are, uh, in accordance with their uh, legal team, considering all their options, uh, both legal and business. And uh, they have some hard decisions to make. I think they have made uh, the hardest one uh, by 
when they have the you know all or nothing ultimatum that Cynthia described, and um, they stay true to their values, and I expect that they will continue to do so. And I think, you know, each of these cases becomes sort of the precedent, and that's the challenge for people on both sides of the debate, right? I mean, that, you know, whether you fight on or not, or whether the other side, let's say you fight on, you win, the other side keeps fighting on, it's, you know, these are precedent setting a lot, a lot of these cases, and, um, you know, what have you thought, Cynthia, Cynthia, and I don't know how aware you are of the Oregon bakers, Melissa and Aaron Klein, but the fact that they're fine for not making the cake was over 130000 were you surprised? Did you know about that, and were you surprised by that at all? Um, I did know about it. Uh, very surprised. Surprised about, you know, a gag order. But I'm going to let Jim finish that conversation. Well, I think the legal guy. Yeah, I mean, we're unique in this, uh, in that it uh, hits very close to home. I mean, these wedding ceremonies take place literally in the Giffords' backyard and uh, the first floor of their home. Um so, but I think the, the principle is the same, that uh, our government shouldn't be forcing people to choose between earning a living and living their faith. Unfortunately, that's what's at stake in all these cases. And uh, that's just not what our government and our Constitution was designed to accomplish. So, um, last question uh, for you, Cynthia. What, what do you want people to know? You know, if you could, if you and your husband, Robert, could reach out to people and let them know, especially your critics, if you had them in front of you, what would you say to them about, you know, what you believe, clearing up any misconceptions? You know, what message would you have for them? I want them to understand the message of um, our constitutional freedom. And what makes America unique is our freedom to peacefully live out our beliefs, and the Constitution protects that freedom. Um, you know, a government that tells you what you can't say is bad enough. A government that tells you what you must say and punishes you if you don't is frightening. And this kind of, this kind of power should scare all of us, no matter where we stand on the issue. Absolutely. Well, listen, I appreciate you both taking the time, and we're going to continue to monitor this case, and we hope you'll come back on the show again. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Billy. Church Boy.